guys, this is me. Did you move today? Ati bouger aujourd'hui? J'attends mes de aujourd'hui. Et vous, t'as mouvé cette Welcome to the Did You Move Today podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, and I'm very excited to be here with Eddie and Sonia. And we're going to be talking about love. So I'm, again, I'm excited. Let's get started. Hey, guys, I'm super excited to have my sister and my brother-in-law here. Um, my sister's name is Sonia, and my brother-in-law is Eddie. So um, they've been married for a couple of months now, and I wanted to talk about love today, which is, I think, a very hard and complicated subject. So A bit complicated. Yes. <laughs> so I would like to start with the first question is, how did you guys meet? Well, I don't know if... It's a complicated question because actually we were both, uh, we, well, we attended the same high school, and, but we never talked to each other. She was a year old, well, she is, and she graduated a year older than I, so I, I am pretty high, which is good. Older <laughs> women are better, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we went to the same high school. She graduated a year before, um, before I did. But then, um, you went and studied for a whole year in the, well, here in the United States. And during that year, I was graduating, and then we went and, well, how do you say, like, we entered university at the same yeah. time together, and we then... We did a, an exam, an accepting exam, probably, yeah. I don't know how to say it. Well, in our home country, before you enter the university, they do, and they, they test you, see if you got the knowledge and skills that they want you to have for example we studied medicine both of us we're both doctors in our country so i didn't know anybody and i guess that she didn't either and when i saw her she's like hey that's sonia the girl that graduated a year ago from my school because our school is not that big so we kind of knew each other from or like you kind of know some people from other grades and stuff And then she told, she, actually she waved, which you can well, tell that part, yeah, it was funny. I, I waved at him and I was like, hey, Eddie. And he was like, who's that girl? He, re he, he made a movement with his face, like looking back if I was like saying hi to someone else. And I'm like, no, I'm saying hi to you. Hi, Eddie. And it was funny. And that's yeah. how we met. That's actually how we met. So... In all, in all honesty, we didn't meet in high school because it's not like formally met. So until university, we actually met, met and became friends and stuff like that. And then everything, everything fell into place, you know. <laughs> When you saw her, uh, how did you start it? How did you decide, like, I want to have a relationship with Sonia? <laughs> and yeah, how did you decide, like, I want to have a relationship with Sonia? Well, again, it was a weird process, you could say. Well, I always believe that when you love someone, it's there has to be like a physical side to it. I mean, you don't just talk to someone just because you want to. I mean, there's ha there has to be some interest involved. And so when I saw her, well, I always felt that she was very pretty. We became friends and um, pretty quickly, actually. We, we had a very nice friendship. Um, but then during that time, I used to go, I used to go out a lot with, with friends we went, out, we went out we drank i used to smoke during that time as well and my wife i mean sonia she's always been more it's not that she didn't go out but she was more easygoing you know she didn't she didn't she doesn't drink she doesn't she doesn't smoke she does she used to do well don't say that to her 
She used to do more sports and stuff like that. So in the beginning, when I started falling in love with her, I, you could say I was kind of in neglect because I was, wow, I can't be falling in love for a girl that's totally opposed to me or opposite to me. And then she's going to start giving me rules and saying what, what I can do, what I can't do. So yeah, for like maybe about two to three months, I neglected her. Like, no, no, no. Not that I neglected our friendship that we had, but she, no, I'm not in love with her. I can't be falling in love with her. But then, I mean, you can't deny it. Once you feel it, once you feel it, I mean, you feel like strong in you. Well, you just make, make a move, you know. You start going out, like on dates and see how it goes. And then you start learning more things about her. And then, yeah, we have even more things in common than I thought. And then, I don't know, we just fell in love, I guess. That's, that's basically how it went down. Did you feel... Uh, Sonia, did you feel like Eddie was the total opposite? Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't... I think it was both ways. Um, I was telling... Because I remember a conversation we had with one of my best friends. And he was like... Um, Hey, Sonia, what about Eddie? I've seen you guys have been, like, hanging out a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I think he likes you. And I was like, no, he doesn't. I don't, I mean, I cannot be falling in love with this guy. He's, well, before, it, well, um, first, he's younger than me. So how can I be falling in love with a guy that's younger than me? It's like two years apart. Well, no. Like a one. year and eight months. So it's yeah. kind of, it's not that much, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, we started but it was dating, like, we were, actually... I was 19, she was 20. So we were a lot younger. It was a long time ago. Right now I'm yeah. 27, she's 29. So yeah, that yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, I mean, we got along very, very well. But it was a very hard thing to like say, yeah, I like this guy. And to acknowledge it. Say. Yeah. But I like, I mean, I knew he drank, I knew he smoked, I knew he had all of uh, a nightlife to say that way. And I didn't. But I don't know. I just, his personality and stuff. They were like very my charms, you say, yeah. <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very handsome too, so that helps a lot. Yeah. So, how um, do you believe in the one? Wow, that's a hard question. Um, I think. Well, I do not believe that. Um, once you see a person, you're gonna say that's the one. I think the one. It's once you have um, gone through hard things, like hard things. I, can, I will be lying to you if I said that once I was beginning my relationship with Eddie, I, will t I was going to tell you he's the person and he's the one or he's the person I'm going to marry or he's the love of my life that's a lie you have to I mean you have to like make a story with this person and memories to actually say or actually think this is the person I want to be yeah with. 
And that's true. I think it's sort of the same thing. Now that you mention it or like that you asked the question, I told you once, right, Sonia, that um, I don't know why. I just, it's something that I thought maybe um, that before we like started being boyfriend and girlfriend, like officially, I was, I was always thinking like, yeah, maybe I'm just going to last for like nine months with her. I don't know why. That's like, that's a number that's stuck in my head. I don't know why. But then... Well, I guess the six months passed and then the nine month flag passed and I was like, whoa, the relationship is getting deeper and better and better every month because it wasn't even the first year. Then the first year passed, second year passed, and then you started, as Sonia said, you start making memories. Then you start seeing other faces of the person that you don't know about or that you didn't know up to that point about. Maybe you like them, maybe you don't like them. What I believe is that you find the one but you don't find him or her immediately. You have to initiate maybe like uh, the chemistry and then see where the the reaction or the the reaction of the chemistry goes because- You have to pass the honeymoon phase. Exactly, first you have to pass that famous honeymoon phase that everything is flowers, everything is nice, that goes by and then you start seeing like the real person. It's not that the real person is something bad or something you have to hide. On the contrary, you have to show who you really are but because you have to know if the other person is going to want to maybe not necessarily live with you but want to want to spend time with you dedicate time to you because having a relationship is not just going out and drinking and having fun i mean you have to spend time with the other person you have to get to know the other person and how do you say yeah basically spend time with them and time is valuable for any person in the world time is valuable so you if you want to spend time with someone it, ha it has to be with a person that you know, that you trust, that is your friend, that you are in love with, that is very important, and that you like, basically. So you find the one, but you don't find him instantly. You, it's not that you see the person and you say, yeah, that's the person I wanna marry. Maybe in some cases there are, nothing is impossible here in this life, you know. But you, you get to find the one and the person that you have or want to have a relationship. And if you don't find it, maybe it's not the right person, not all relationships are perfect or not all relationships will finish in getting getting married or having children and stuff most of the relationships will end and that's why you have to learn to find the one because you start a relationship and you say oh my god he's amazing but then or she's amazing and then six months later you say no i don't like this person etc etc so he wasn't the one but then you find this other person another relationship and you get along well you, it's the, a decision yeah, basically exactly. it's, you decide to make a life with this person and you decide to make that person your person. It's, yeah. it's, it's not the other way around. Yeah. Thank you for helping me keep it short too. <laughs> now, do you, do you believe, and I know this might sound like a, a hard question, I guess. Do you believe in non-attachment? Um, so I, I, will, I will define... What, what is that? Yeah, I will define what I think that non-attachment is. So basically, non-attachment is... Okay, for me, right? It means the idea that at the end of the day, we're going to leave the earth. So whoever you spend, you're spending time with will also die. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to be here for so long. But the amount of time from, from right now till death 
it's a it's a it's a, amount, it's a, it's a big amount of time hopefully right yeah. And so that amount of time, you can spend it with whoever you want. And so there's a lot of people that believe in this idea of non-attachment, meaning I'm not going to, quote unquote, attach myself to anyone. And sometimes you could even go a little bit bigger than that, a little bit more deeper than that. It's like, I'm not going to commit mm-hmm. to anyone. Um, and so that's my first question. And the second question is, when you met Sonia and when you met Eddie, were you already happy with yourself, by yourself? Were um, you already complete? Not complete, I... but at ease. Well, I think the second question is, we can answer it more quickly, um, or at least for my part. Um, in all honesty, I don't remember that much because it's not that I was drunk or anything, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. So, and I was very young. I was I I felt I was 19 I felt in the top of the world I just graduated from high school I was like yeah I'm the best like any normal high kid who just high school kid who just graduated actually I was 18 we started dating when we were when I was 19 but yeah the thing is that I felt complete in the sense that I I was just starting med school I just graduated I had very good grades and stuff like that so for me I was like yeah and then it was my time to have fun I was starting to come into young adulthood and stuff like that. So I felt complete for that time. But now that I think of it, it was, I don't know, it's, I wasn't necessarily complete, but it's weird because when I think back on it, maybe at that time I felt happy, I felt okay with myself. I mean, I played soccer, um, yeah, I went to the university, I had my friends, I went out, um, went to clubs and stuff like that. But when I really, really, really think of it, it's like, it's like maybe not it's a different time it's a different time frame it's a different frame of mind you could say so not now that in how do you say in like in short to keep it short not keep it so long i like to talk a lot and it's weird talk yeah, yeah she laughs she knows i talk i talk a lot it's weird because our native tongue is spanish so speaking in english sometimes the expressions it's a bit more difficult but yeah, I thought I was happy, but now I feel more happy. That's basically the answer. Um, answering that question, I was, yeah, I felt complete. I was, well, actually, it's funny, and I think no one knows this about me or probably does, but um, when I was in ninth year in high school, I made a promise to myself. Ninth grade. Ninth, ninth grade. grade. Two. Yeah, sorry. Um. I made a promise to myself and told myself uh, to finish high school by myself. That, that she was going these... to be a nun. <laughs> no, that I was that I wanted to be alone to experience high school by myself with no commitments, with hanging out with whatever person I wanted to. So like a non-attachment thing. Yeah, basically, yeah, non-attachment, exactly. Um, but it was basically because, um, a friend of mine told me, um, you're not going to last. It's not going to last. Like, I'll give you two years until you find someone and you fall and you fell in love, fall in love. And I was like, no. And it basically ninth year, then 10th, then 11th. Well, that's the way we see it in, in our high mm-hmm. school. 
and and 12 and 12 we graduated and I was by myself and I was happy about that I was not well well after I graduated I came here at the at the US and I was not looking for someone I was it was my alone time and so when I got back to El Salvador I was like excited because I was going to start a new a new thing and I knew I wasn't going to know anyone at school and so it was kind of exciting for me Something and fresh. I wasn't exactly and I wasn't looking for a commitment that was not the point or that was not the idea um, maybe and right now uh, answering the first question about non-attachments um, I think it's a uh, the human being it's going to pass in phases I don't know if you say it that way because mm -hmm. I'm trying to say in Spanish but then in English you go through phases and it's normal for you to be on a phase that you don't want a commitment because you're young because you want to do stuff for yourself because you want to be good with yourself because you want to be in peace with yourself because you want to get to know yourself and it's okay but um in regards with death and you know you're gonna die someday and that's why you're not gonna make an attachment or commit to someone i don't think that's the way to live life because we're humans and that means that you need to socialize in a point and it means that you cannot um, stop your life just because you're going to die so you need to take those chances you need to fall in love to to get to see what it is you need to do all this stuff in your life and it's okay if in this point you don't want a commitment but don't let that phase takes the take your whole life because you're gonna miss out in a lot a lot of stuff and I think people do, do not commit and they use this kind of shell to say that yeah it, because we're gonna die I cannot fall in love with this person and all this stuff that's fear for me I mean I think that that's fear do you think that those people feel that way especially because they've been heartbroken before probably it depends on the on the on the on the past experience of this person's probably or I guess I'll be more direct before you met Sonia and before you met Eddie, were you ever heartbroken? Yeah, Did someone I, ever broke your heart? I was yeah. not. I was um, a couple of times actually, but it's it's weird. It's not that I'm defending non-attachment, but I can understand that committing to someone it's hard. It's it's not easy. Um, in my my regards to the first question you asked, which is the non-attachment, there's always like two sides to everything. So on the one side, you get you have people that are non-attached that think they have to live their life YOLO or Carpe Diem, I don't know what time frame you're on. But um, 
if you want to live it that way, then live it completely. I mean, don't be thinking that you want to have a non-attachment life, but then you want to have someone that's always going to be there for you. That's not possible. I mean, if you want to have a non-attachment, at least that's as far as I get it. Because I wasn't too familiarized with the, with the concept of non-attachment until you, Andrea, explained it a bit to us. So this is like the first time I'm listening to it. Or I'm hearing to it. So don't get mad. Don't get angry. This is just my opinion. Yeah. But what I, I feel... It's not personal. Yeah, it's not personal. But what I feel is that a non-attached person, as far as I get it, is a person that wants to do whatever he feels or she feels like with the person he or she feels like at that time. If it's going to be just for one day or one month or one week or one year, and then if it's done, then it's done, and then I pass on the next one. Something like that, right? Okay. So it's kind of weird that people want to be non-attached, but at the same time... They don't want to be alone. They don't want to be alone, or they want to go on a trip with someone, not as friends, because you can go on a... Well, you did an Euro, Euro trip. I did an Euro, a Euro trip with friends of mine from school, and it was just friends and stuff like that, and we had fun. But it's weird, in my head, it's weird that you want to have a non-attachment commitment, or not commitment, a non-attachment with your life, you want to lead a life of non-attachment. But then at the same time, you want to take pictures and put them on next Instagram of holding your sort of boyfriend's hand at the beach and then without any sort of commitment. I mean, that's not possible. Either you live a life of non-attachment completely or, as Sonia said, you take some risks. I mean, it, it's not all going to be happiness and flowers. If it was like that, it would be very boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's got to be some times where... You're not going to be so happy. There's going to be some times where you're going to be very happy. There are going to be some times where you want to kick her or his ass. And then there's going to be times where you just want to hug her, kiss her, and make out or whatever thing you want to do. So that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty in my um, head or the way, in my experience, the beauty of it or the art. Because having a relationship, a long commitment, a long relationship. Because we've been married um, nine months now. Don't get angry. How much? Nine months. Nine months, but we've been dating for eight years, yeah. eight years and a half. So it's it's a long time. We know. We sort of know. <laughs> but the beauty of it, when you think of it, when you really think of it, is having the ups and downs. That's what makes that's what makes you feel alive, I guess, in this type of situation. Because you can feel alive um, parapenting off a bridge, or you can feel alive um, jumping off a cliff or something. Yeah, of course you're gonna feel alive. You're gonna feel the adrenaline and stuff. But in a concept but that's of that's an instant. Yeah, just exactly. It's just an instant, instant. But I was what I was saying in the in the concept of a relationship, either being a, or in a concept of a lifestyle, um, you're gonna feel alive having the ups and downs. I guess being in a non-attachment thing is gonna have its ups and downs as well. But what I what I'm trying to say is that you can't have it both ways. I mean, either you want to find the one, as you said. <laughs> commit to the person or try or if it's the first person you met is not the one then to the second and the third but not in a non-attachment way because you're trying to find the person you want to be with or either be that person or either be a non-attachment person when you're going to get wild and do whatever you like which is kind of funny because being in a relationship is not a jail i mean you can do a lot of stuff the only thing is that you're committed that's the main word you're committed to one person but the thing is that you have to find the person you want to commit with because If I'm happy, the first person I want to tell is Sonia. If I have an achievement, the first person I want to tell is Sonia. That's being committed to her. 
um, or the same if I'm sad or if I didn't achieve something good. I mean, do you I, feel that you can be completely vulnerable with each other? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. I I in the beginning in our relationship actually, our relationship had a lot a lot of faces. The first phase was. I'm oh, that that's the funny part because I come well Andrea and I come from a family that's very attached and that's very very loving my father doesn't leave the house without saying to us we, I love you and take care and we don't leave the house uh, without telling them that we love them or hugging each other and it was the opposite when I was with Eddie my first Probably first year, probably, yeah. First year, I was not at all a loving person. I was I was not. Would you say that, okay, so for those of you that are listening, um, my dad is very loving and caring and sometimes even too much. <laughs> but that's awesome, now that I look back. Uh, my mom... She used to be not that. She's loving. It's yeah. just the way that she shows her love is very it's different. It's not with words. Correct. Now she well, does now it. Now she does, yeah. But is it, do you feel like that had to do with it? That influence you in yeah, your way? Yeah, it did. It did. No, I don't think that did. Actually, you know what? It's the thing that we were talking last time. I was telling Andrea that... Um, there's a point in your life where you want to see um, if that person is going to stay with you. If that person is for real. So you were if, testing them. Exactly. It's like a test. Mm -hmm. And it's, it sounds awful, but it's the human being. I mean, I don't know if you guys... I, I probably you get some comments, and I will get some comments and tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong, but... You, you kind of need to test that person to see if this person really likes you. And so that year for me was like a test. It was like, how far can we go? Or how far can I go without this person leaving me? You know, mm. it's, it's kind of weird, but it's, but it, that's, I, I see it now. It's funny, but it's really not that funny. But um, it was very hard for me to be vulnerable with him uh, my first year because I'm a very, very proud person. And, but I have, with the years and with marriage, I have, I've learned a lot. And I've, I can say now that, I, that it, sometimes it gets hard, but I'm like 100% vulnerable with him. Like, he knows the good, the bad, and the worst. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, when, Eddie, when did you decide that you wanted to marry Sonia? Well, um, it's, the the first thing maybe is that... Um, and most, I'm also asking this question because I know not a lot of people, there's some people that don't believe in marriage. Yeah, exactly. Because That's... of this commitment thing. thing. Or... Sometimes they think that it's just a paper. So why would I marry someone? Well, the paper comes with a lot of 
different things, I mean, as well. It's not just... Because what I wanted to say first is that um, I come... My background is very um, Roman Catholic, Sonia's as well. So we're very... How do you say... Yeah, like the the exact way to say we're very... not Traditional? Yeah, exactly. We're... It's not that we're traditional like nuns and fathers and stuff, but, <laughs> but yeah, maybe we're not like full modern so we're like half modern half traditional you could say so in my mind i always wanted to marry and marry in front of the church so in that regards that's just a side point when i decided or when i feel i decided because you're never 100 certain with with these types of feelings being feelings of love being feelings of euphoria being feelings of of scariness of anxiety and stuff you're never exactly sure when they begin they just do so there was this one day when i just realized that when i woke up or when i was well i was not waking up at that time but what i thought yeah and then what what i was thinking at that time is that i wanted to wake up and i wanted to see sonia beside me so that's when i realized okay i have to marry this girl That's like that's like the train of thought I was having when I decided to marry her. And then we talked about it with Sonia and then she said, "Okay, let's get married, but first you have to ask for my dad's hand." And then okay, I said, "Okay." Oh, my dad's hand, no. My hand. My yeah, hand. his permission. <laughs> yeah. His permission and then I said, "Okay, I will do it." And then I did it and then we got married. And that's it. But that's that's exactly that's what I was thinking. I I wanted to wake up in the future because not not at that time, but in the future, what the first the person that I wanted to have beside me was Sonia, not have um, X, Y, or Z person that I don't even know or that I met at the club the the day before. I guess I don't know. Now, when you when he talks to you about this marriage situation, mm -hmm. did you ever felt comfortable? Were you sweating? Like, did you feel like, oh my God, did I just like tell him, yeah, that's okay. And then like, what did I just do? <laughs> no, actually I was did very... Did you get cold feet? No, because we've been, we talked about it pretty, pretty often. Well, not pretty often, but it was a year that we talked a lot about we, it. We had, a, we had a big problem and we went through it too. That's, yeah. That's, that's actually helped. We had like the year before we, we got engaged, we had a, like a big fight. And then, even though beside the fight and stuff, we, we managed to resolve all our problems and we got along. So that's actually, that helped a lot for me, I guess, for yeah. Sonia as well. That helped a lot. It's like, it was like yeah. to say like, That was yeah, the breaking point. Yeah, I think she, that, she's that's it. the breaking she's the one. point. Yeah, that was the breaking point. But I, I was actually, I was not, I was more worried because in our country, it's a very, how Eddie said, it's very traditional. It's and traditional. so... Um, There's not many different cultures. I mean, yeah. all the Salvadorians are basically the same. It's not like here that you have, you have Roman Catholics. Then you have like people who don't believe in anything. Then you have people. Then you have Jewish communities. You have Black communities. You have Chinese community or Asian communities. And El Salvador is not like um, like that. I mean, there are some different communities and stuff, but like 90% of the the country is either Roman Catholic or how do you say the other Pro one? Protestant. Protestant, which is. Yeah. It's not the same, but it's kind of in the same vein or like similar religion. They, they believe in Christ. So there's one, the country is not so divided, which is kind of good in the sense that it's, 
the same thing all over the place, but it's the cultural differences yeah. are very nice. But the thing too. is that El Salvador has a very, very traditional way to do stuff. And so I was more worried about him talking to my dad yeah. and what he would say than actually getting married. Because, yeah, we were, I mean, I was not, I was not. You were sure you were going to marry me? Yeah. Yeah. I was sure about it and I was not. I didn't get cold feet. I didn't get sweaty. Well, actually, when he told me, because it was a surprise, when he told me that he talked to my father about us getting married, I started crying. Like, crying. And because I was like, she was I sad. could not, no, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot believe it that he actually did it. And that's when, and that's when it hit me, like, okay, this is, this is it. This is it. This is, we're getting married. I mean, there's nothing sure in life. Not even, not even the the ring. But it was it was a big step. But I was not. I don't remember getting cold feet. Cold feet or nervous or I was mostly excited. I think. Now, would you say ring or wedding? What do you mean, like, ring or wedding? So, like, a lot of people really worried about, and you guys know me, like, you, mm -hmm. you guys know that I, I like, that I'm a minimalist in that mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, and, and, and plus, the way that we were raised with my dad, mm -hmm. it was just, like, yeah, he gave us the best things that we could that he could, mm -hmm. but also he always raised us with hunger. Mm -hmm. Um, I think drive with drive, yeah. And so, um, there is a lot of girls right now uh, who want uh, who want the ring and the wedding and the wedding. And, okay, get so it. like, would you say that? Did you? Well, actually, I mean, I know the answer, I think, but I... It's uh, it's, it's exactly For me, it's neither. neither. Because, um, actually, it's, um, it's kind of frustrating because we're, we're doctors already in our country, and now we're here in the States trying to get our residency and doing the exam. So, we've never, I mean, last, well, last, last year, 2017... We had a basically a job with 16. well sixteen sorry we had a job and we got a little a little bit of money but then the next year we didn't and then we got married and so we actually my parents and his uh, Eduardo's mom is helping us like to live here and to study and thanks be to God to do all this stuff so basically our parents. And our parents help us with everything. And so when Eddie told me about um, getting a ring, I knew, well, our salary wasn't, wasn't good. Actually, it, was, it wasn't good. And, I, and so he started seeing um, rings and diamonds and all that stuff. I, I didn't even know about this. Actually, I didn't even know what I wanted. I mean... I just, I remember telling him, you know what, 
if you want to get a ring get whatever you can afford because I'll be happy with it because marriage doesn't mean the ring or the wedding marriage comes after all of that exactly the marriage gets it's after all of that you can do you can throw the best reception you can throw you can have the, the best, best ring. ring but if you don't actually if you're doing it just for the for the thrill to have a wedding or the thrill to get to engaged, get or, engaged or like talk to your friends and say hey i just got engaged look at my ring and all this it's stuff not it's not gonna last it's not worth it you have to do it and you have to want it but it's it's not about the best ring it's not about the best wedding it's think about it this way i mean as sonia said it's fine rings and weddings they're nice they're very nice in our wedding we had so much fun um the ring i could finally get her was it's very nice i, I mean it's not super super flashy or anything but it's a nice ring but think about it this way so you go you get engaged right you get the ring you give him or her the ring And then you go, you, you prepare you prepare for the wedding, you go to the wedding, you get married, you have the reception, you have fun, you drink, you spend some time with your family and friends. But then what happens? Everybody goes away. Mm -hmm. Everybody returns to their lives. But then the person who has to wake up next to the other person that just married is you or her or him or she, whatever you want to say it, you know? So think about that first instead of, thinking of either ring or wedding. But it's okay to get excited exactly. for a ring. It's, it's okay fine. to get excited for a wedding. I mean, it's it's normal. You're a girl or a boy or wherever. I mean, it's okay to get excited, but don't make it your priority. Exactly. Don't make it... Marriage is the priority. Exactly. Marriage is it's the priority. If you get a ring, it's okay. If you don't get a ring, that's okay too. I mean, it's you're committing to this person and and that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have dinners every day with that person. You're gonna yeah. shower together hopefully, but then you're gonna <laughs> share the same bathroom. You're gonna share the same bed. You're gonna share the same space. Your personal space is gonna be become her personal space. You won't have personal space. Maybe you can have like some Eddie time, and then Sonia has some Sonia time, but it's basically non-existent. And that's one. That's what marriage is all about. I mean, or commitment in general is all about that. You feel fine and complete with the person that you're with. You don't feel like the other person is intruding in your life. That's the basic thing. Yeah, so, in honor to this pod podcast, you move together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you move together. Exactly. Now, I want to ask you a couple of questions. And so, just answer with one word. Okay. Wow, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is, how would you define your feelings for Sonia and for Eddie right now? You start. Just one word. Whatever comes to your mind. Perfect. Happiness? You're winning, I guess. What's love for you? One word? Happiness. 
Yeah, I was thinking happiness again. <laughs> so I guess I will ask you, what's happiness? Uh, I don't know. It's that's gotta one be one question? word in one word. One? You can say it in one sentence. Like, what's happiness for you? Wow, that's to feel complete. Yeah. Yeah, I guess to feel complete. What's an advice that you would like to share uh, with other people that either are looking for love or are in love right now or are married and they're trying to, I guess, make feel that feeling again? Uh, what's an advice that you would give for women and for men? I think I would say um, be yourself, be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to to share your love or to to be I mean yeah basically that like be yourself and and love as much as you can and don't let that little voice in your head tell you don't do this or don't do that because it's not gonna look okay just do what you feel it's the correct thing to do in that moment i think yeah um maybe an advice i don't know for maybe yeah actually this is an advice sonia gave to me for maybe someone who's already committed and is trying to to find their way back maybe or they lost some love to keep it to spice it up um i have a flaw a big flaw that i don't like i don't like um i get too ex for example when i buy sonia a present or something i get too excited <laughs> and i want to give it to her right that instant and then there was this one time that sonia told me i mean she didn't mind of the present i gave to her but she told she told me it's better when you have that that um scent of surprise you know that flirtation with surprise so maybe you can get try something like that you mean surprise your partner surprise your wife or your husband surprise yourself too yeah like with the feelings if you're falling in love let those feeling feelings be yeah yeah or if you're you don't want to fall in love right now it's okay if you don't want to commit right now it's okay but don't let it rule your world yeah. or your life i guess so i know you guys work out together also yes yeah <laughs> does that help um yeah in the beginning it didn't because well we went to the gym and there's this gym that is across from where we live and we did um half an hour of elliptica and that didn't help because I was on my machine and Sonia was on her machine and then I was listening to music and Sonia saw episodes of whatever she's watching on Netflix. So we didn't actually communicate anything. But then the same gym has classes and since we're paying the monthly fee, you, you have the free classes. And Sonia told me like, hey, we should go to this uh, circuit class, which is like a kind of a sort of CrossFit thing. Like strength conditioning. Yeah, yeah. like a strength strength and conditioning class or there's another boxing class or there's this like abs and core class and that's better because psycho fusion that's a nice class i'm getting a big butt but that's better because then you're you're in the class um 
and then yeah I can socialize you more with her yourself. you motivate yourself then I see her pumping some some abs and doing crunches and stuff like no man I gotta do it better than her and stuff like that so the competition but yeah so it does help yeah it does help now two more questions before we end the podcast no this is so fun <laughs> so um, what's movement for you? hmm in love or in general? In love or in general? Whatever you want. Well, um, movement, like in general, for me is just to move. Like, if you're talking to me about, yeah, you gotta move, okay, yeah, where do you want me to go? But for me, moving in the concept of love, which is the, the podcast that you asked us to help you out with, or the theme, the concept of love, moving is physical and emotional. Why? Because physical, if you want to move, well, when I go out and buy a present for Sonia, I have to walk like, I don't know how many miles to go to the flower shop. So yeah, I'm moving back and forth. So yeah, that's movement. And then emotionally, because as Sonia was saying, you have a lot of feelings, either good or bad, or very good or very bad, and that moves your soul. So you get movement on both sides with love, on both ways, like in a physical way and an emotional way. It's a, for me, movement, it's like a swirl. You're in constant swirls. Like the human being, it's being constantly mad, constantly happy, constantly, um, I mean, there's, it's a swirl. You're always moving in this circle where it's full with emotions. It's movement, it's just not physical. It's how Eddie said, it's emotional, it's physical, it's everything. It's movement, it's life. That's for me, movement, it's life. Uh, did you move today? Actually, today I didn't, well. It was a free day today. Yeah, today we were kind of tired, so we didn't move today, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. So it's like it's. I was rest. like Sophia. I didn't move. <laughs> I think it's it's okay to have rest days, which I think is very important. So, guys, I really want to uh, acknowledge you for being in my podcast, and it's like the first couple that it's in my podcast, and you know how much I I I really love you guys, and um, I'm very happy to to have you here. Um, and so I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, let me know. And if you haven't moved, you still have a couple of hours. And again, guys, I guess it's time to for you to believe in love.